Welcome to Playmakers, everyone. I'm Haley Elwood. Big game this week, primetime Thursday night football matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. So joining me is NFL on Fox's Aaron Andrews. Aaron, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. People don't understand. We're having a winter storm in California today. And in our world, um, that means, like I said to my husband, it's like Armageddon. I mean, forget the people that live in the Midwest or you know, obviously everybody that dealt with what they did in the South, but I refuse to do my hair today. I mean, this is as good as it gets. The makeup is minimal. You look fantastic. So, uh, way to go. It's crew neck sweatshirt day. Yeah, it is. This fine December, uh, December afternoon. Absolutely. So this is a big one. As we said, this is a really exciting game. I'm sure you guys at Fox are super stoked. Just how pumped are you for this matchup? Really big AFC AFC West implications on the line in this one. Yeah, selfishly, I'm really pumped because it's a home game for me. I mean, I don't have to get on a plane and, you know, this is our last Thursday night game. So I I deserve this. No, this is so exciting. And especially, you know, both teams are on a roll. Um, You know, I I read a couple of the guys saying we're peaking at the right time, um, able to pair a couple wins together. And obviously the Chiefs, I've seen them quite a bit on the road uh, this year. Actually, I've seen them at their house this year against the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers when they really started to string things together. So, yeah, this is uh, this is exciting. This is, you know, a matchup you all hope that you get. It's a matchup you hope that plays out to be as good as it could be. Um, I think what's so exciting, especially on the Chargers end, is you have this young quarterback that really, I mean, I don't think has gotten to see prime time a lot. Um, so this is an exciting moment for him. Everybody is talking about, you know, the pass he had last week, which is so cool. I'm excited to sit down with him um, at the facility this week. So we're really looking forward to it. I love the Fox sit downs that you guys do. So that Aww, one, I'm thank sure you. Is be, yeah, the production value is awesome. They always turn out really great. So I'm sure that one with Herbert will be awesome. I've never met Justin, which is crazy because if yeah. you think about it last year, I mean, the sideline reporters, we were all, you know, put into the first row of the stadiums. The so moat. we didn't get to, da- yeah, the moat, if you will. Uh, we didn't get to go down there and talk to guys. So all these rookies that were in, you know, obviously the league last year, we have have not met them face to face. So I'm really excited to do that. I'm excited to, you know, see him. I had a chance to speak with Corey Lindsley today, who I know pretty well from all my time working with the Green Bay Packers. And it was exciting to hear what he had to say in terms of him being with a future Hall of Famer and what he sees out of this young guy. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you mentioned obviously that 59 yard touchdown pass that Herbert had in last week's game against the New York Giants. What though otherwise has maybe really impressed you about him and what he's done in a very short amount of time in this league so far? Yeah, I would just say his numbers, you know, like all the articles that we're reading for this week, um, you know, the numbers were so impressive, obviously, last year with, you know, uh, what he was able to do his rookie season and and the awards that came with it. But now, I mean, his numbers are pretty much the same, right? And they're only getting better. Um, He's already reached where he was last year, I believe. And uh, just how far he's come along so quickly, and especially um, in a new offense as well. And, you know, under a new head coach and so forth. Corey Lindsley mentioned that today. Um, He's just getting better and better and improving each week. 
Um, so that's really cool. And yeah, I just, listen, it's been a hard two years, obviously, with the global pandemic. We were talking about it before we got on this. And, and I know you guys had a few pieces missing last week in that game against the Giants and just the way, you know, you guys were able to show that you have depth. Other guys were able to step up. That's really kind of been the name of the game the past seasons in the NFL, but he was able to find guys and he was able to, you know, make um, plays to guys out, you know, we're stepping in for Keenan Allen and so forth. So um, yeah, I mean, I'm, like I said, looking forward to meeting him. I can't wait to talk to Brandon Staley. Uh, We don't get to see you guys very much. So it'll be fun. Yeah, this is one of those AFC matchups that being on Fox, you guys usually have the NFC circuit. You mentioned, though, having the Chiefs. Yeah, that game against Green Bay, that was sort of, I think, the second game, the Aaron Rodgers COVID game, if you will, that has catapulted them into this six-game stretch. But flipping it back to the Bolts, Brandon Steely, you mentioned him. How much did you kind of get to know him a little bit, maybe when he was with the Rams last year, maybe even with the Bears a couple years prior? And what are your impressions of him? Yeah, we didn't really get to talk to him too much when he was the bear with, with, with the bears. We actually talked to him more when he was with the Rams and um, yeah, we talked to him quite a bit. Cause I felt like we had the Rams pretty much like once every three, four weeks. So that was really cool. And um, I just remember the first time we talked to him and he was talking about bringing Leonard Floyd over. He was just fresh and young and, and, and exciting to uh, speak with. And, and like I said, we're, we're pumped to talk to him tomorrow when we get him on the phone. I was talking to Corey Lindsley a little bit about him today because, you know, he comes from Matt LaFleur, mm-hmm. who's also very fresh, very young, brings a different insight. And Corey just saying, I've been very lucky to, you know, come from where I did with Green Bay and then to come with Brandon Staley. And he's just got a positive, great, fun, innovative outlook. And I, you know, I'm married to an NHL player and I say this all the time to him uh, for a retired NHL player that I would like the NHL to get where the NFL is right now in terms of these young coaches. I mean, we were all joking a couple years ago that if you had a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, you were getting looked at as a head coach somewhere. Brandon Staley, I think Matt LaFleur. Um, So (laughs) I'm I'm reminded of a a line Joe Buck had. Um, You know, somebody said, if you have a cup of coffee with Sean McVay, and then Joe Buck said, shoot, even Sean McVay's barista is being looked at as a head coach. So um, (laughs) that's I think that's really cool that the NFL is doing that. I, I'm appreciating watching it with guys like Kyle Shanahan, LaFleur, Brandon Staley, McVay. And I was, when I tied the NHL to that, I wish the NHL would do that because they recycle so many of these head coaches. And uh, it's really been cool to see the NFL get a jolt or a shot of this youth um, that I know that us in the broadcasting booth and the viewers and the players and the organizations are enjoying it. When it comes to Corey Lindsley, how beneficial just from the kind of outside perspective, we see it obviously internally in the success that this team has had Mm -hmm. this season, but just how beneficial has he been for a young quarterback like Justin with all the experience that he had in green Bay with someone like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. You know, I'm excited to ask Justin about that. And, and I did say to Corey, you know, has he picked your brain about Aaron and, and what Aaron does maybe approaches things off and on the field. And, you know, he had mentioned he doesn't want to try to inundate him with information about, you know, a future Hall of Famer, but Aaron is so well known for what he's able to do, you know, his cadence, you know, catching guys on and off the field, just, you know, he's just, he's a master in terms of that. And uh, he did say, you know, uh, some of the things that he sees out of Justin and, and the passes he's completing and, and, you know, just his talent that he has with his arm. There are some times that he thinks to himself, wow, 
you know, that reminds me of somebody. He said, you mentioned, you know, the, uh, the touchdown pass. Was it, my husband asked me this the other day, was it 59 yards or did I read from Staley? It could have been 61. I do we it, have, I think what do in we have on air, it, it went further through the air. However, that okay. works. However, that magically works. Sure. I think, <laughs> I think on paper it was 59, 59. but regardless, it was long. Yeah, it was monster. I think I read that it was in the air for about three seconds. So that's bananas. Um, But yeah, Corey just said, you know, in seeing that happen on Sunday, everybody was like, wow, wow, wow. But he's like, I've seen that in practice before. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, call me, you know, a little biased here because I have seen that, or you know, stuff. But um, yeah, it was pretty cool to see like how, you know, this guy who is played with a future Hall of Famer and now put with this kid in his second year, just like how the comparisons are a lot the same or a little bit alike. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see how that works out. It was funny. I was talking to a producer when they told me I was going to do this sit down with them. And they were like, let me tell you right now, any general manager that had a chance to get him is probably kicking themselves. So it's so cool how it worked out for him. Well, and it's crazy too, when you look at sort of the trajectory of NFL franchises, you think of the Packers, you think of the Niners and to go from Phillip rivers to Herbert with the success that he's had statistically now in his second season, it's working out pretty well for this team. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to learn as much as I can about him. I I remember I reading, he doesn't have a Twitter or an ID. He's not very into that kind of vibe. Um, just a quiet guy, huh? Mm -hmm. He is. He's a great dude. I think you'll enjoy sitting down with him. He's really all football. He's very serious. He was extremely bright at Oregon. He won the academic Heisman. I forget Mm -hmm. the name of it because I would not have won that. (laughs) What does he do with his time off the field? What does he do for fun? For fun, he's talked to, he likes to golf in the off season, but really he's just into football and I'm sure he'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. So he didn't see any of these memes or anything about that 59 yard pass, like none of it. Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, he's definitely, he has an Instagram. He's not on Twitter, okay. but uh, we'll see that. I'll, I'll look forward to your, his answer from you on that one. Yeah. I hope, do you have any tips on how to loosen him up? I heard he's very, you know, He's dry. He's got a really good sense of humor though. I love dry sense of humor. That's my kind of person, like an offensive lineman. They have a ton, like they're totally dry, which I love. Yeah. Corey Lindsley is a great one too. Who? Lindsley. He's he's fabulous. Who, um, who, who does Herbert hang out with on the team? He's uh, he used to be roommates with our fullback Gabe neighbors. Um, but I think any, just, I think the offensive guys, I think, uh, I, I know after games, after wins, they will do victory briskets. They'll smoke briskets. Ooh. That's he's into that. So that's very exciting. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Down to the brisket situation. <laughs> ask him for his cooking tips. Yeah. He apparently he will not share the recipe though with any of us. We have asked him rude, very rude. Okay. <laughs> I couldn't Maybe. do it anyways. I can barely cook cereal and you don't even have to cook it. So there's that. So sm- smoking meat probably yeah, not no. in your wheelhouse. Way out of my league there. Yeah, not happening. Last question about the game before we move on to your clothing line, just besides Herbert and maybe just sort of the excitement of really covering this team. I know we were talking sure. offline. You can't even, you're not even sure if you've ever had the Chargers before in your NFL career, but just what are you most looking forward to overall in this one? Yeah, I mean, I think, A, it's a huge game on a big stage. Um, you know, it's it's kind of lined up so 
go perfectly for our network in terms of the Chiefs being hot, the Chargers being hot, yeah. one hot quarterback versus another hot quarterback, you know, two good defenses going head to head. I'm also, I'm a little partial because I live out here in California and I know a lot of the chatter has been about the Los Angeles Rams and about what they're doing and and, you know, I'd like the Chargers to get some love, too, out here in Los Angeles. And um, you got to win to do that. And I know that very well from having a husband that played here in L.A. for many years. And uh, you're competing with a lot of other teams. You're competing with one that is plays in the same stadium as you do. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for them. I, I know that this organization, you know, works really hard um, within this city. And they want to be loved uh, just as much as the other teams do. Do. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to that. It's their night to kind of show off. And uh, I think that'll be great for them. Yeah. And these Chargers Chiefs games on Thursday night. I know we had the Raiders, the, I think the last couple of years, but in 2018, there was that pretty magical game in Kansas City. So there's always yes. high drama when yes. these two teams meet. It was last minute, right? It was, it was a game yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I remember I was in the tunnel um, going, walking up to our cars, but I could tell that Rivers was running up and he just (laughs) ran right past me. It was really, really cool. I was so happy for him. Yeah, that was very special. It was, it was. So really quick before we let you go, the last time I know I spoke with you in 2019, your clothing line Wear by Aaron Andrews was just in its infancy. Since Mm -hmm. then, it has grown tremendously. You're in multiple leagues besides the NFL, but just give us an update, maybe what's going on, what's to come with it. Yeah, well, we're thankful for the support by uh, the Chargers. They put in a really big buy for next year, so we're grateful for that. Um, No, we just have more styles. I think we're at about 30 styles available, and we've just really evolved, which I'm I'm so grateful for. Um, We've got everything for everyone. We have PJs, we have lounge sets, we have hoodies, we have crewnecks, we have pants, we have leggings, we have shorts. We just have so much stuff. And the whole thought behind the line was I wanted fans, female fans, to be able to cheer for their their team anywhere and everywhere, whether it's game day or, you know, it's here on a Tuesday and there's crappy weather and you've got errands to run, but you want to wear something that cheers for the chargers, but you don't want to be too aggressive. Um, We're just looking for fashionable ways that female fans can root their teams on. And yeah, we've got the NFL. We've had it for three years. We have the NBA, we have select teams with the NCAA, and uh, we also have NHL as well. Um, So any of you guys that are Kings or Ducks fans out there, we've we've got you covered, and uh, we're grateful to be carried at SoFi, and we're also available on Fanatics.com, NFLShop.com, NHLShop.com, NBAShop.com, all the .coms. All the shop.com. Yeah, check us out. <laughs> Great Christmas gifts. Uh, those Chargers colors are hard to screw up because mm-hmm. they're so good looking and fun to wear, so I love our Chargers gear, and uh, yeah, we, we are very grateful, like I said, for the support by your organization. I wanted to say thank you because you and your team did such a great job outfitting us. I got a package season started. One of the items was the the bomber jacket and I literally keep it at the facility. It's like my facility jacket because it's so cold in there. So pro tip, when you come tomorrow, bring a jacket, but 
but it'll be great. But I wore it to our press conferences last week. And I'm not kidding you. I had multiple male media members comment on mm-hmm. how awesome it looked. Oh, and, I, and it's fun when you like open it and you're like, look at the inside. It's got, yeah. so I just well, we've to got say, some more stuff for you. I, uh, oh, I told our people that I was doing this with you and they're like, we got to get her some new stuff. So we have some great stuff. I'll, I'll get it your way. You're awesome. But I just wanted to say one of the things I love about it is it's very purposeful. Like all the little attention to details, like one of our beat writers noticed the zipper pull and everything. And you just do a really great job with it. So it's just awesome to have you in that space. And for female fans out here who don't want the Swarovski crystals or anything like that, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. There's a place for all that stuff, the pink it and shrink it, but I'm very much a tomboy and, you know, love, love sports obviously, and want to find a way to, you know, kind of still be fashionable and cheer on my team and I, like I said, I'm so grateful because it is just getting better and better. Your first collection, you kind of look at it, you're like, whoa. And then you're like, oh, it's year four, year five. This is awesome. So yeah, yeah. thank you for saying that. That means a lot. Absolutely. Well, Aaron, we were so excited to have you covering the game on Thursday. We will see you at SoFi and thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me.